This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I'm Adam Rippon, Olympic figure skater turned media superstar. And I'm Danielle Young. I'm a journalist, host, and all-around content queen. On our new show, Normalize This, we've discussed whether or not ideas, trends, and behavior should be normalized in everyday society. Subscribe to Normalize This for new episodes every week. Available to listen on all popular podcast platforms. Pew, pew, pew. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Fellow Fox fans, how the devil are we? 
got the Euros out of the way now. That's all done and dusted. We can start talking about the proper football, can't we? Yeah. Back to uh, back to talking about Leicester. It's what we all do best. Bugger older. Bugger off England. You had your chance. You blew it. We're back to the proper football. And tonight, um, well, we've, we've, we've got three in. Um, I'm not used to Leicester doing business this early. But we're going to do a special show, transfer show. We're going to look at the rumours. Well, we're going to look at who's come in. And then we're going to look at the rumours about who might be coming in. And, of course, the other way, who might be going out. And if we've got time at the end, we might be looking at, you know, who's going to shake it all about as well. But, hey, I've got to bring him back in. You, you, last time we spoke to this gentleman, he was young, free and single. Now he's chained, manacled and tied to the sink. But, uh, but happy and still got a smile on his face. Remember married, Josh, hello and congratulations, young man. <laughs> Cheers, Chris. It's been a it's been a mad mad month, mad last month or so, put it that way. But uh, it's been good, mate. It's, it's been good. It's just now it's slightly say it's back to football now and uh, back to sort of calming down. Hopefully, <laughs> I love I love the fact that you, you I mean, obviously wedding plans got changed a bit, but you managed to fit it in between seasons, which was all good. But uh, of course, you did have your big day, and I uh, yeah, I hope that it went uh, <laughs> went. went Went well, and uh, we have. We it, is she is she still a McSporran or is she now a Herod? Oh, she's Herod, mate. Herod took my last name, bless her. <laughs> well, no, no disrespect to her, but I don't blame her really. But uh, hey, seriously, <laughs> don't tell her I said that, will you? But no, seriously, from, from everybody at Leicester till I die, mate. Congratulations and um, bless you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I seen um, obviously the day after we got married, I seen you, you post you put up so really nice. I was appreciated that, but thank you. Glad, mate. Not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. My, my marriage ended in abject failure, but I'm not. I'm sure nobody else <laughs> ever does. It's just mine. But no. <laughs> hey, get on, enjoy yourself, and uh, and I give my best. Give my best to your your good lady. I will do. Yeah, she needs it. Looking after me, bless her. <laughs> she's got three kids hasn't she you two girls and yeah. you <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it I'm, I'm the third kid <laughs> yeah we always are of course we always are um just to remind you, we are on uh, Facebook, Lester Till I Gro- uh, Lester Till I Die, the group, uh, Twitter uh, at Lester TID, and if you are watching on YouTube, and if you're not, please nip over to YouTube. It's Lester Till I Die TV. Please press my buttons. I like my buttons to be pressed, as I say every show. Gives me a giggle, makes me happy. Press them buttons and get subscribing if you can. So we're just going to say a couple of um, hellos, first of all. Um, he says if he presses the right button, you wouldn't think I'd uh, been doing this for nearly a year now, would you? Uh, <laughs> Chelsea, uh, Ankit, good evening, mate. Uh, check the channel out there, RC Bain Chelsea Fan TV. It's a good channel and it does, it does cricket as well if you're into cricket. Why you'd be into cricket, I don't know, but you know, there we go. Um, congratulations to get ex UCL winner. Oh, yes, in Bertrand. Yeah, he, he's not been at Chelsea for about 30 years, mate. Come on, get over it, <laughs> get over it. <laughs> and then, uh, a couple of Facebook users saying good evening there. Uh, stick your name on the end, guys, if you're not logging in, and then uh, we know who to say hello back to. But it, it's not like us, is it? Um, is it Josh as Leicester to get our, the business done early? 
Not really. We seem to, I mean, especially the last couple of seasons, really, we seem to sort of drag his business out a bit. I know, obviously, the season before last, we sort of, it seemed like we were sort of waiting on Maguire money to sort of mm. really bring anybody in. Obviously, we brought in Iose Perez in fairly early, from what I can remember. But yeah, we usually see, it seems to be, um, we seem to wait a few weeks before we actually pull the trigger on anything. So it's nice to see yeah. three new faces in, definitely. It is, definitely. And uh, three, what I think, very good faces. But let's have a look at the first one there, um, Ryan. I, I keep wanting to call him Bertrand. I want to make him uh, more sexier than he is. You know, that, a this, bit French. This a bit, yeah, I, I yeah, had a bit exactly. of a French, French twist to it. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I can't stop myself. But uh, Ryan Bertrand <laughs> from Southampton, Um Got him in there. Uh, not our normal sort of player to go for, but I can understand why. For me, it's cracking signing, mate. Um, when when we were first linked with him, and that there were talks that, and I think even from from the word go, really, I think we were sort of big favourites to get him in, and it was sort of one of them deals where I thought, well, you know, Fuchs has gone, Morgan's gone, um, he's going to bring, you know, Bertrand's going to bring quite a bit of experience, especially you know, especially at the left back position where you know Luke Thomas coming through. The way he yeah. has done, um, it can only be it can only be a good thing for him, really, as well, because you know how, how many games Bertrand going to play. I think he'll, I think it'll start a lot more than what people are, people are going to originally think, to be honest. Um, mm. but again, mate, yeah, he's 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 it's it's a, a really good experience there to have in the dressing room. He's you know he's like you say he's been at Chelsea before, he's been at Southampton where he's done exceptionally well. So he's always sort of been a thorn in our side, to be honest. Whenever we played us, so um, it's it's perfect signing to get him on a free. It's, it's amazing business. It was, and um, I mean, I think he's thirty-one. He's got a two-year contract. I think we at one point only wanted to to give him a year, but mm. I'm just looking. You know, I mean, we've got David J. Uh, David James. What am I saying? <laughs> James Justin. You just give me one of those nights, here, can't you? James Justin, who is out still, probably till December. So we mm. have got Luke Thomas, but I think he only played. Uh, just looking here, Luke Thomas about fifteen games last season. Uh, Fourteen games. But of course, it's, he scored. He scored yeah, in the in the Europa League. He scored against Man United. Not shy on confidence because he, he shouted at Jamie Vardy to leave the ball so he could score. You know, um, <laughs> but you know, he is still only young. He is a young lad, and it, it, like I said, just goes back, goes back to what I say. Really, you know, it's unfortunate. Mm. I think we all expected expected Christian Fuchs to to leave when he did. I think he probably. Yeah. It, I think we, the reasoning, obviously, with gaining him another year after season after season was just purely for his influence in the dressing room. I think he played a massive, yeah. a massive part in sort of the team unity, I guess. So, I guess you know, getting a player like Bertrand in, he's a bit young, you know, he's, he's a few years. Experience, isn't he? Exactly, we've lost yeah, Wes exactly. Morgan as well. Definitely, um, yeah. It is. It's the experience and, and the strength and depth that we're going to need going into next season. You know, not another mm. season in, in European football as well as cup competition. So it, the signing made all the sense in the world for me. And it, it's getting on a free. Like I say, it's. Yeah. I, I, it's. I, I can't see why anybody would have been been against it. To be honest with you. No, no. I mean, we were like you say, we, we're, we're fighting again for the say on, on four fronts next season, and we want to be, and we are going to be coming on to players that might be leaving in the in, in the third part of the show. But you know, we don't want to be reducing the size of our squad. If anything, because proved last season, we need to need to in, increase it. 
Um, and it does give us, like you say, uh, uh, that experience. But the other two signings we've made, cracking signings, we've got everybody jealous. I mean, I'm already thinking in two years' time, these are players that we're going to get £80 million back for from Man United, Liverpool or, or Arsenal who like to seem to see who we buy, let us nurture them for a couple of seasons and then play pay five times as much as we did to get them. But Sumari in the midfield, you know, he's he's given up as indeed has Dakar, they've both given up Champions League football to come to us. Exactly, mate. And it, it just goes to show the direction that we're heading and to be able to, you know, pluck these signings from, from teams that, as you say, you know, the likes of Liverpool are in for Dakar, Sumari, and, yeah. you know, for us to be in the position we are and to get them for relatively, really cheap, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to pretend I've seen a lot of them. Um, I've seen Samari no. play a few times. Again, since we were linked with him, I thought, well, he's, he's you know, a name to look to look at when he's playing. I've watched, you know, videos here and there. and But yeah. it's it's just, you go from, like, I always sort of, nowadays, if I don't know a player, I'd sort of judge, you know, what their ex-player, what their ex-teammates are saying. And you get you can get a lot from what their ex coaches were saying and stuff. From the sounds of it, from what I've seen of these lads, they, they are going to be uh, touch wood anyway. I don't want to jinx it, but they're going to be amazing, amazing players for us. And like like you said, mate, it might it might mean in two or three years' time they really kick on and teams come in for mega money and think, right, well, fair enough, yeah, we'll sell on. But we do it year in year out. We just managed to find these yeah. find these players, and it's all down to the scouting network. It's absolutely fantastic. I mean. Yeah, a lot of people were saying, a lot of Leicester fans were saying, oh, we didn't get Champions League, you know, and it's going to sort of reduce the chance of getting players that we want to get in. And yet you've got a player here that's just won the, you know, the league in France. Although a lot of people are saying what's happening to Lille was happening, is was is what exactly what happened to Monaco once they, when they'd won it. They lose all the best players. But still, had he stayed there or gone to Liverpool, he would have got Champions League. But no, he's come to us. Same with Daka as well. RZ, RS Salzburg, yeah. Austrian champions would have won, you know, would have had uh, Champions League football in some form. But, you know, they've given it and... They've come to Leicester, and let's be honest with you. You know, years ago, Martin O'Neill used to have to used to joke that he wouldn't bring players into the you know, Filbert Street and reverse them out onto the pitch so that they could see the Carling stand <laughs> and, not, and not the family stand opposite. And yet, you, you're thinking that's no longer you know you you wheel them into that training ground now and say this is what you're coming to. So it hasn't harmed us, has it at all in any way? Um, uh, Definitely not, not. The definitely not, mate. And no, no way. And I think again, and you've hit the nail on the head. Little things, they little things. It's, it's a mind to us again. The, the training facility we've got now that's got to turn so many heads when they turn up and see like they must think bloody hell, like these, you know, they, these ain't messing about really. It's it, yeah. it's things like that that are really going to stand us in good stead now. And players are going to come in and look at the facilities and think, blam, you know, this. this Everybody knows, you know, like say after the FA Cup win and Premier League win, our name's out there already. But things like the training ground and players we bring in and the success we are having, you know, challenging that top six, it's gonna, it's gonna hopefully keep bringing players of this calibre in for as long may it continue. Anyway. <laughs> oh yes, it, it, indeed, and um, I am excited by Dakar. I've got to be honest with you. Mm. Um, we know he's going to be Vardy's replacement long term, don't we? Say that again. Sorry. So we know he's going to be Vardy's replacement long term. 
you'd think so, mate. Yeah, I think this is probably the season where, unfortunately, with Ards, I don't think we're going to see him as often as what we would. Um, and just another quick point on that, to be honest, I think um, he's... As much as we love Vards, I think he's sort of come to realise that maybe, you know, his legs ain't going on him as such because he's still quick when he wants to be. And the shift he puts in for us, the goals and assists he gets for us, he's, he's, he'll go down as an all-time legend for us, and rightly so. But I think yeah. it, it sort of told, it told a lot when he, when he bought stakes in that um, that American, was it second league football team or something? Yeah. Uh, and judging from, what, from his statements and from what he said, I thought... I think he sort of realises he's coming towards towards the the end of his career. Unfortunately, but yeah. like you say, the videos we've seen of Dakar, from what we've heard of him, he's he looks the ideal replacement. I mean, the, the bloke's yeah. an absolute goal machine. It's ridiculous. It is, and I mean, I think um, Leicester can be a little bit like the Hotel California. You sign in and you never leave. You know, you look at Christian Fuchs. He just he tried to leave every year. We wouldn't let him go. But I think, but I think Vardy. I think next season or this coming up season, twenty one, twenty two, is going to be the season when he he slowly bows out because I think moving on from that, yeah. we're going to look at him more uh, a bit like Albrighton as a super sub. You know, I mean, he can't yeah. do it for ninety minutes in four different competitions, but bring him on for the last fifteen minutes when their defense is knackered. You know, you can yeah. you can imagine, you know, the the, the defense is going, oh god, we're knackered here. The last ten minutes, oh shit, Vardy's coming on. You know, you can see it uh, exactly. Mate. Have, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you say, you know, you, you got you got the pace of Dakar and exactly what you just said. Defensively, thinking, oh god, he off. Then see Vardy come on. They must think, shit. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a yeah. good weapon to have off the bench, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I think he is looking. I think at his uh, his retirement plan, shall we say? So we're going to have a look. Those are the three that we've got in great three great signings, and it's nice to see. Um, uh, I say Leicester do, doing the main business early. I still think there's a couple of, for me, places of. Uh, to, to fill. I mean, I, I would like another right winger to come in because I think Mark Albrighton, yeah. and we'll come on to him later. As we've already, we've just said, you know, 90 minutes, forward competitions might be a bit too much. Under didn't work out. Um, mm -hmm. And watching him in the Euros, you know, <laughs> you, you can see why. Um, but we're going to, I say, we're going to look at the gaps, but I can see that. But what, I'm not sure about this guy. We're not the first of all at this guy here, Robin Guzons. He's been linked with us quite, uh, quite heavily. Um, German international there, but maybe the signing of Ryan Bertrand. But he said, I'm at it again, Ryan Bertrand. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Bertrand coming in <laughs> has probably put, put an end to that one, hasn't it? Do you think? I think maybe it has. And I think again, we've, with Gosens, it was one of them where it was a player that we'd been looking at for quite a while from, from what you can read and what we've heard. Um, I think mate, you know, it looks like a signing that won't come off now we've got Bertrand, Bertrand in because, you know, like you say, we, full-back-wise or wing-back-wise, really, we, we, we look pretty good, really. You know, like you said, apart from Justin's out till looks like winter and Christmas time. So, it is a player who I'd like to come in because it's happens to be ever since we played Atalanta in the um, pre-season friendly a couple of seasons back and the team that I sort of played I paid quite close attention to after that I'm quite I'm Italian football I'm quite I'm quite a 
quite a big fan of Inter Milan, so I follow quite a bit right. of Italian football. So, um, but uh, yeah, Atalanta from from when we played, I really impressed them. I think it was their first season champions that year as well, and we we played well against them, and they played really well against us. So, but yeah, I think he's he's definitely a player who maybe next season. If he's st- yeah, if he's still available, if nobody else comes yeah. in for him, then maybe we should go for. It. I think attacking wise, he's he's been you're absolutely superb at the Euros. You've seen that for when he played for Germany. So, um, but yeah, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think it's I don't think it's a transfer that could happen this season. Potentially in the future, who knows? Who knows? Indeed, um, JJ, we're going to come on to that in a second. Um, so we've got, as you say, um, Guzon's there. Somebody else we've been linked with who uh, who Liverpool had last season, uh, Ozan Kabak. Now, mm-hmm. um, they didn't, Liverpool didn't want to pay the eight and a half million, I think, that was that uh, they would have needed to, uh, to have secured him. Um, apparently, we could get him for just slightly less than that. Um, another midfielder, do you think, do you think we need, uh, uh, would need him now? I think he's a centre back, Chris. Oh, is he centre back? Sorry, yeah, sorry, I'm getting yeah, my right. I'm getting my uh, players confused. <laughs> um, yes, no, he is on, a centre back. You're quite right, sir. Well done. Yes, yeah. on that signing um, again, it looks like a deal that's pretty close from from what you read and from what you can hear. He's another player that we were looking at before before he even went to Liverpool. I think we were trying to get him in on loan at one point. Um, Big friends with Soyuncu, um, you know um, the, the Turkish pair in between them. Um, from what you know, from what I watched, his start at Liverpool weren't great. I think he were a bit, a bit hit and miss in the early games. But after mm-hmm. that, from from what from what I saw and from what I heard, he's he, he sort of settled into it a little bit. And I know there were a few games where a few of their fans said he was one of their better players. So again, if you could get him in cheap, then why not? I think we're gonna, you know, we Morgan's obviously retired now, so we're gonna, yeah. Sort of need to bring another sense back just for strength in depth, really, because we're going to have to play that much football this season. And it looks like he's sort of maybe, maybe adapted towards European football, maybe more than Premier League with you know the the pace of the Premier League. Really, yeah. so for me, it'd be, it'd be a good signing. And if we can get him, if we get him in cheap, why not? Especially yeah. with, like I said, with the, with the Turkish connection between him and, him and Kags, it'd make perfect sense. It would. Um, it certainly would. I think wasn't Kabak the the guy that had the confusion with the, the Liverpool goalkeeper that let us in for our our first goal, uh, the equaliser when it we was, played yeah. the <laughs> yeah, last <laughs> season. Yeah. But hey, it was one. It was about yeah. his first or second game, and and I think it was more the goalkeeper's fault than his fault. In fairness, but uh, he was quite. Good. He I played th- thirteen I think, times. I think, you know. What, I th- I think you know where it was, Chris. I think he was looking around at the stadium and thought, "Oh God, I'd love to play here next season." And the balls come to him, and uh, <laughs> him and Alison, him and Alison just got a bit confused. <laughs> I love it. Like I love it, in. mate. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, we played thirteen times for um, for Liverpool. Before that, obviously, he had a couple of seasons at Schalke 04, Well, where he still is, obviously. Um, he might he got three goals at uh, at uh, at Schalke as well, so you know he he knows where the net is, and I do feel that we we do need an extra centre back because you you've got Johnny yeah. Evans there, um, who is obviously the you know the new Morgan as in the experienced defender, but again he's, he's no spring chicken, 
and that's no disrespect mm. to him because uh, he's very good at calming the game down, holding on to the ball, etc. But it's when he gets an injury, as we've seen, he's not going to yeah. be coming back like Vardy was, you know. When they used to come back after a couple of weeks now, it's four or five weeks. So I think we do need that uh, that cover there, to be honest with you, and, and an experienced cover because, you know, a lot of the defenders, we yeah. know as much as we love Soyuncu, he can go off for wandering and and try a Brazilian touch too much that <laughs> can get his uh, his colleagues in defence in a bit of a mess. But, of course, Tarkovsky, who it seems to have gone a bit quiet on now, but, you know, at the start, well, before the Euros, those links wouldn't go away. Mm-hmm. I, 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 to be honest with you, mate, I think you're you're absolutely spot on with what you said about an experienced centre back. De- definitely, I think um, when, when we play a back three of Evans, Soyuncu, and Fafana, uh, both Fafana and Soyuncu look so much more comfortable because to have Johnny Evans in your ear for all ninety minutes, telling you where to be, you know when to push on, when to drop back, it must be an yeah. absolute dream because he's been there and done it, and you can you can, yeah. you can tell that. You take, you know, Evans gets injured. You take him out of that back line, and Soyuncu and Fofana at times, unfortunately, they look all over the place because they've got nobody sort of, which is which is fair enough, you know. They're both young lads, so you right, they sort of haven't got that experienced sort of word in the rear about you know nurturing them through each game. So I think you're spot on, mate. To be honest with you, if we can, if we can get a more experienced centre back in, then then definitely because it's only it's only going to help in it's only in in the short term it's going to help anyway but yeah it's spot on yeah. absolutely spot on I can't agree couldn't agree more we are I mean he's still young that's my only worry he is 21 mm. um I, I I must admit I did fancy James Tarkovsky as the cover if you like because he's again he's been around a long time he's played in the Premier League a few years so he's got that experience but then again that didn't particularly you know, hamper for Farno when he came in, did it? The fact that he didn't know the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. And what a player he's turned out to be. So. He's, yeah, exactly. And you know, if we're talking thirty million for Tarkovsky and eight million possibly for Kabak, then you know, financially, it's a no-brainer, is it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Again, I think. Maybe we are sort of looking at cheap, say cheaper, cheapish signings. Um, probably for the again, you know, you sort of go back to COVID and how, how that sort of it financially it clubs and apart from obviously the likes of Man City that can go and spend hundreds of millions, yeah. but we yeah. tend to sort of and again it goes down to our scouting and club direct and the director of football really. You know, Rudkin, the, the deals we make on players is absolutely outstanding. So. But yeah, I, I agree with everything you said there, mate. I think um, if we get another centre back in, preferably experienced, then then it, it'd be absolutely brilliant. JJ, I'm not sure about this one, but um, he'd take David Luiz as cover for Champions League. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, JJ. No disrespect. You said ridiculous. Um, I think I think we'll I think we'll move on from that one. I think you know. I think I think he does more good for Leicester at another club than he will actually do for Leicester at our <laughs> club. Now this next one, I must admit, um, in Domenico Berardi, I had never heard of this club before. I don't know what you know about this guy, but Sassuolo. Oh, I don't know how you pronounce it. You 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 know the Italian football, don't you? Sassu, uh, I think it's pronounced Sassuolo. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah. here's, here's a here's a random fact for you about these. Um, 
and about Serie A in in general. I don't know if you, it's been it's been quite of a of, for a lot of football social media networks for the last couple of days that they apparently them the Serie A the Italian football are banning the use of green in any football kit. So that's why they were saying these are going to be pretty screwed because that's their home kit. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> why are they banning green? What as it clashes with the no grass? Idea. I, I honestly have no idea. It, it's it's crazy, and it it's bloody mental. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, that, that's up there with Alex Ferguson making his team change the strip at half time because it clashed with the crowd. When it wore <laughs> grey, yeah, yeah, yeah. On Berardi again, he's 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 a player like I say. I, I do I watch quite a bit of Italian football. He's a player that's really stood out, especially this season. Um, and he had a fantastic yeah. Euros as well. You know, he didn't start against yeah. England, but he came on and obviously scored scored his penalty in the shoot out and I thought he played pretty well so I think it, that'd be quite a bit of a it'd be a bit of a statement signing if I'm being honest because from what I know and you know from what you hear he's there's quite a few big clubs sort of touting touting him whether they'll make a move this season or not whether, whether they've sort of looked at it and think we'll give him another season in Serie A and then we'll see where we are then so it might, might yeah. sort of have to be one of them where if we do make a move it's going to have to be he's going to have to be this pre-season because he you know he can, he can play on either wing I think um, yeah, predominantly, I think he is. He is. He is a right winger. So he's. He's a right. Although it, I did want you did get me worried because I got it wrong before. But um, I just had to check. But Wikipedia have actually got him down as a forward. But I did think he was right wing. Yeah, he, do, he does. He does play. Mm. I mean, for Sassuolo last season, I'm pretty sure he, play, he played predominantly as a right winger, and he, he really stood out. There. That's why his, his name's been tarred around all over the place at the minute. So yeah. yeah, it's a signing where I think if we are to if we are to do it, then. It's sort of all going to have to be now rather than next season when I yeah. think potentially he could, he could go to one of the, one of the bigger clubs. Well, he's, he's twenty six years old. He's only ever played for that club that I can't mention. <laughs> uh, he joined them mm-hmm. when they were in Serie B, but they've been in the Serie A basically since two thousand and thirteen. But he's played two hundred and seventy five times. And he's got one hundred and five goals. So you know he would add something to. Um, to us, but um, this next player that we've been linked with is the one that I've got to be totally honest with you actually really excites me. And, and I would love, and the rumors are that we are favorites to get him. Uh, and that's Daniel James yep. at Manchester United, uh, who again would be on that 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 right wing. And he he plays for Wales and he had a, a really good Euros himself. I think it is a sort of player where you could, you could definitely see it happening. Um, I think it's for me. For me, whenever you watch him, he's sort. He's very similar to Harvey Barnes. He's not scared to run at defences. His, his, his pace is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, his end product he needs to work on a bit, but he's still a young lad. Um, I think you know for for Man United, he's he's he, he's done all right. I mean, I think last season he didn't play much football for him really, but. You know, when I suppose when you got you know the likes you could pick between Martial, Cavani, Rashford that can play, or Rashford and Martial could play either wing. They got Sancho now. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. they don't like he's going to be playing for them. For, but he's, he's definitely a player that I think I think we should we, we should be interested in without doubt. Like you say, he's, he's it, I think we're pretty much favourites to sign him. Um, it make all the sense in the world for me because if you could imagine, you know, again if Vardy's going to be benched and you've got a front front three of you know. James Harvey Barnes up top, then it's it's pace wise, it's it's frightening. <laughs> yeah, then you've got Vardy I coming mean, off the bench. So, and could you imagine Barnes on one wing, James on the other, 
I mean, it would be, oh, yes. Uh, something, and the problem, and no disrespect to Man United, and it's, it's nice for a change when I tune into all these channels and I see you know, all these Leicester players that are being linked with other clubs and other clubs want our players, that we're actually maybe chasing somebody else um, from their mm. clubs. But, um, you know, he's young. I mean, he's only what... Um, let's just have a look here. He's he's 21. Uh, you know, he's played at all levels for Wales, under 17 through up to the senior squad. 24 appearances for Wales senior squad for uh, four goals. I mean, obviously, it's Wales, so we have to take that <laughs> with due respect. <laughs> no disrespect to them. Well, yeah, probably total disrespect to them. But... Um, <laughs> He's just like I say, he's he's more our sort of player. He's younger. Uh, yeah, it might be expensive coming from Man United. They may be thinking like, yeah, look what you did to us with Aaron Maguire. We're gonna we're gonna knob you over with this one. You know, uh, Facebook user here agrees. Daniel James is a must buy. Yeah, for me, we do need that other person on that wing. Although, of course, we're going to have the option of um, Pierre Ricardo moving up if Castagna's playing that right wing, right back position. But it just keeps coming back for me to the number of games we're going to have in all the different competitions. And if we want to go further, we need the squad, you know, and I think this would be yeah. a great, a great addition. Definitely, mate. And for me, like you say, he's, he's mould for you know, He's honest, he's young. You can tell he's, he, whether club he, he plays that, whether it's, for, you know, Man United, where, He's always a hard worker as well, and he's he's not scared to have a run when when the ball's at his feet. He'll run at defenders, and definitely, yeah. I think again, it's it's another player that were we to to bring him in, whether it be on loan or we sign him permanently, it'd be it'd be an, it'd be a fantastic addition for us without doubt. One that I don't really know this guy, but Scott's come up here, um, uh, Kamal Sowa. Um, he plays right wing and played for our sister club on O'Laven last season. Um, don't know much about him. I think was he was he one of our young lads that went out on loan to them? I think he was. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, but I don't really. I don't think he's actually. I mean, you've got the likes of Jewsbury Hall that we, we you know we know and we followed, and I think he's going to get a a few um, games next season. Um, I just I don't I don't know don't know enough of him now. JB is disagreeing with us here. Um, Daniel James is rubbish. Now, uh, his, his best goal scoring season just league is four goals in the championship, but then we wouldn't be signing him as a striker, really, would we? That, that's the thing, mate. I mean, everyone's entitled to an opinion. There's players that I think are crap that other, other, other people will think yeah. are really good, but. You know, you, you look at that and you think, well, Vardy, sort of compare the two, but Vardy's first season for us, he scored like three goals in the championship. Look at him now. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen in the future, do you? So, um, no. I suppose, you know, for me, for me, it makes sense because he has, you know, only, albeit two seasons in the Premier League, he's had, but he's, he's got Premier League experience. You know, he sort of knows what it's going to come up, come up against. And on his day, and it, it can be... Absolutely fantastic. So if we could get him for a reasonable price, but I don't see why not. I honestly think, for me, and it, it is all about opinions, football. Uh, I would yeah. just love 
I would just love to see him at the club. And I think I could say he's one that is more than just a possibility. Moving on from him, though, to one that is probably less of a possibility, but we keep getting linked with him, uh, of course, because of the Brendan, uh, Brendan Rogers link. I can't see this happening as much as I would love to. Um, Philip Coutinho, could you see that happening? <sighs> Stranger things have happened, mate. Um, I didn't think we'd ever sign Cambiasso when we did, but that happened. <laughs> you will, that's very true. <laughs> it's, I, not, I just... it's not, be- I wouldn't say it's beyond the realms of possibility because purely for the fact that in him and Brendan know each other really well from the time at Liverpool. Um, yeah, Barcelona, Barcelona financially are in a real rut at the minute they they do need to get rid of rid of players and i think if from from what i read the other day i think they'd be willing to even send him out on loan just to try and chop 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 it off the wage bill um, yes if we could get him in yes and then it's sort of, that sort of, if we managed to bring him in then that sort of tie into a question i'm sure i'm going to get asked later about a certain player that could potentially leave us so it's one of them yes. where if one happens you could sort of see the other thing happening um i'd love him here he, he, again, he, from Liverpool, he were in the Premier League, standing the season. You know, they came so close to winning the league. He were he, absolutely, he was just untouchable, really, on his day as a playmaker. He's, he's absolutely incredible. So it's not really happened for him at Barcelona. Um, they paid a lot of money for him, and he's not really shone there as much. But you know, he went out alone to Bayern Munich and basically won them the champ. Won them. No, they beat Barcelona in the semi-finals and I think he scored like two goals in that. So, with Bayern Munich, you're absolutely brilliant. But it just ain't happy from Barcelona. But he could come, yeah. <laughs> come, come down to Leicester and uh, I'm, sure he'd, uh, I'm sure he'd prove a lot of people wrong, put it that way. Well, I've done it. I mean, we, we know Barcelona almost certainly would sell him cheap because, like you say, they're in mm. such a financial mess. Um, more so than any of the English clubs, which is why the English clubs, I think, Felt being able to pull out of the Super League, where the Spanish ones still wanted to to, to go ahead. Um, exactly, I mean, the yeah. money we would get on shirt sales with his name on, and you know, uh, I mean, you, well, attendances are full anyway. But I'm sure we'd see more of the camera down, uh, cameras down at, at, at the KP. Um, I, my, my worry would be whether he would, how disruptive he would be. I mean, do we know why Bayern Munich haven't gone in for him permanently? I'm not too sure, to be honest. Um, I really don't know. I know they had him for, was it a season or so, something like that. Um, mm. And, and he, he performed really well from you know from what we've seen. And like I say, when, when they completely dismantled Barcelona in, the, in that semi-final, I think he came on. I think he came on for like the last half hour of the second leg or something like that. And absolutely, yeah. him, him on his own just absolutely destroyed him. A couple of goals. I think he might have even got hat-trick, to be honest with you. I can't remember. But again, yeah. he's the sort of player where... I mean, whoever gets him um, is going to have a, a, a say. But it's going to be a bargain, no matter what. Because like what yeah. you just said, the Barcelona are going to let him go really cheap. So um, if we could get him, then great. And then, but like I say, stranger things, stranger things have happened, mate. It's a player that if he came in, I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be surprised if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, like JB says here as well, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of shirt sales from Zambia <laughs> for Dhaka. Um, uh, I have noticed quite a few more uh, Zambians asking to join uh, Lessons Like Die in Facebook. Not unlike uh, <laughs> Algeria when we had a certain Mr. Mares come here. The bomb is they quick to disappear <laughs> when, uh, when, when they leave. Um, 
Barcelona wanted Bayern to pay hundred. Yeah, in hundred, they probably didn't want the Aston oh, too much. Go, that 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 was <laughs> yeah, that was then. That was then, and this is now, as they say, you know. But uh, yeah. we're going to look now. Unfortunately, we've got to look at who is being linked with uh, leaving the club. But we're just going to have uh, a very quick ten-second break, and we will be straight back after this. Well, let's hope we can complete a few more. I just want to say that um, if you see, see the banner going across the bottom there, that Let Little I Die do sub, does support uh, hashtag stop online abuse. It's not needed, whoever it is aimed at, and it isn't just aimed at the players. We we you know we see that in the in the news all the time. Um, but there's also it goes on with guys like myself and my fellow um, presenters from other channels. Uh, I don't get it. Maybe that's because of, of what I am, if you like. But I do know that a couple of my fellow presenters from other channels uh, have had abuse. And, and I just think it's disgusting. And, you know, if you ever found out on anything to do with Lester Till I Die to be um, either any comments of a sexist, racist uh, or anything like that, you are just kicked out. No, no second chance at all. Right. Um, let's have a look. Now, th this was the guy we actually I did have a chat with um, Dan, uh, who uh, from the from uh, Turf Moor TV about this guy, because Mark Albrighton. He's been linked with Burnley, and he would be well. He 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 really loved the thought of him coming, and I think he would be a good buy. But is it too soon to let him go? I think it is with all Mark Albrighton. He's he's a player who I'd I'd absolutely hate to see Lee. Um, yeah, but I think I think he'd do really well at a team like Burnley. To be honest, um, the way they play whip balls into the box it's, it'd be sort of a dream for him really you know with the likes of Chris Wood that they've got up top yeah. um, for nostalgic reasons I don't keep him but if for the fact that what he's you know his service to us and every game he plays he gives 110% he might not have the best game but he, he gives it his all and he's sort of a player that's never really he's not been picked quite a long time he's never moaned he's, he's always put a shift in so but unfortunately yeah. I do think it's it's coming to the time where maybe, maybe it is best to sort of sort of move him on before not outstays his welcome because he's he's an absolute legend for us for you know what what he's bought for us and considering again another player we've got free, um, but he's one of them players where like with you know with, like Danny Simpson for example he's, he's someone who I'd always look out for I'd always want the best for him as well because yeah. he, he's still got in to, to to play in the Premier League without doubt so for Burnley. It'd be, I think, it'd be a great signing. It, I think he'd bring a lot. He'd bring a lot for. He'd bring a lot to him as well. Yeah, I mean, he played 15, uh, 31 times last season. I don't think he probably expected to play that often. Uh, it's true yeah. to be known, but again, you know, I mean, he, he's not the spring chicken that he was. Well, no disrespect mm -hmm. to him, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure he would admit that himself. And you know, he's he had good games and bad games. Uh, last season but i just i just think again you know what a super sub to have bring him on 10 minutes to go you know like with vardy 
and he can run at those defences and, and cause problems when they're knackered. That's it. I mean, his, his set-piece delivery is still, for me, on his day, he's, he's one of the best crossers of the ball in the league. I know that mm. that's, may sound a, bit, sound a bit optimistic, to be honest with you, but, you know, as we've all seen for... How long's he been? How long's he been with us now? For the last what, what six, seven years, coming up something like that. Yeah, he's always like I say, he's always giving his all. Um, I'd like to see him stay for maybe another year to to, to be that that impact player. Um, but again, I think I'm just reading what what Scott's just said there. Um, I think it is unfortunately, you know, maybe may Brendan sort of looking at it, thinking, well. You know, that sort of era is done and dusted, unfortunately. Um, but again, mate, if he stays, fantastic. If he leaves, then he leaves with, I'm sure, every Leicester fan's best wishes because he's been yes. absolutely superb for us. Yeah. Like I say, I, I it depends what he wants, really. Uh, it's like Ryan uh, Bertrand when he left Southampton. They only wanted to offer him a one-year contract. He wanted a minimum of a mm. two. Uh, he's got the two with us, um, so it depends what Mark's looking for. If you know, if he's looking for regular first team football, and no disrespect to Burnley, he'd probably get it at Burnley. And they have, yeah, yeah. Know, they haven't got a European uh, campaign to fit in there as well. Uh, so it's not the fact they're going to be playing two games a lot of weeks. Or is he? Would he be happy just you know staying at Leicester? With the, the the European football that he's likely to get, possibly another trophy, um, but he's only going to be used, like I say, as as a sub, which he was towards the end of last season. So it'd be interesting that one. I could see him going. I agree, mate. I think again, it's it's just he's not owner, is it? You know, so you, you don't mm. know. You don't know whether he's to be sitting on the bench or not, and whenever he comes on, he just gives his gives his it all. I'm sure he'd play more football because he's probably only got another two or three years really play. Well, maybe another top level. Um, so it's a transfer. Yeah, I could I could see happening, and I I wouldn't begrudge it definitely if we can hang on to him for another season and he's happy to impact player and come off the bench and again if the, in the dressing room for that experience, then then it, it'd be great for us. But if not, like I say, he's, I could see him doing really well at a team like yeah. Burnley or even somewhere, someone you know like the Palace because they've released so many players. They need to get players in. That's a team he could he could go in and do well. So, but yeah, he's he's yeah. been absolutely fantastic for these days. But if he leaves, then so be it. Bless him. This gentleman had a really, really, really good uh, Euros. Uh, he. Cost us 12 million when we bought him, but he didn't get a Premier League start last season. <laughs> we were talking the other day, we did a show just on goalkeepers, and we can remember letting uh, Gordon Banks go because a young Peter Shilton was coming through. Um, I can't somehow see that happening with, with, with Casper, but you know, he cost 12 million. He wasn't even using the cups to be honest with you that much, was he last season? And you know, he's Wales number one pop now. He's probably himself again going to want first team football. Been linked with Wolves because, of course, Wolves have just sold their goalkeeper. Bit again, mate. Sorry, you brought Oh, hang on. Uh, did you get any of that at all, Josh? Can you hear me, mate? I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get any of that? Yeah. I, I, it, 
I, no, just just the last bit, just the last bit that I missed, mate. Right. No, just saying that he's probably going to want first team football now. Wolves have sold their goalkeeper. They, you know, it's been rumoured they're interested. I could see him going. I think with Danny, sort of in a position really now where we knew we sort of knew that as a backup goalkeeper, how good Danny Ward is. Um, he's come in. He's always done. He's always done a good job for us. Um, yeah. You know, he's he's got a bit of a reputation himself now as sort of being the, the penalty sort of saving king for his blessing. Um, yeah. But it's because he's had such a good Euros where people are sort of looking at him now, thinking, God, why ain't he getting such as much first team football? But then obviously we've got Casper who is you can't really move him really because he's such a good goalkeeper no. for us. So it, it's it's a good thing that he had a good Euros, but. On the other hand, you sort of think, God, yeah, other people are sort of now looking looking at him thinking, yeah, he could be our first-team goalkeeper. And if he wants to leave, then that's great because I think he's showing at the Euros. Like you said, mate, it's, it's, it goes to show he could be, he could be a lot of teams' first-choice first goalkeeper and do did, such yeah. a fantastic job. So, I think, and I think we've still got your... game in mind, maybe, maybe after this season or sort of looking, we're getting some more first-team football here. But if he's still first choice for Wales, so if he's happy to sort of play a bit part for us and play in the cups and such, then hopefully we can keep him. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking here. I mean, you know, he he hasn't played in the Premier League for us since we bought him. He hasn't played when he was at Liverpool, and he was there one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine seasons. He never played in the Premier League for Liverpool. And yet he must have known when he was coming to Leicester with Casper in there that it wasn't necessarily going to be any easier for him than it was at Liverpool. Mm. But yeah, you know, exactly. even with the cup... Yeah. Go on, mate. Carry on. Sorry. No, even with the cups, he... Um, he normally would have got a run in the League Cup, but of course we got knocked out of that quite early. He didn't really even get a look in the FA Cup. And he must, we got Djibokovic still. Um, we still got him and Everson. And we, you know, we seem to be linked with you know a, a full team of goalkeepers. So if we were to lose him, I don't think it would be the end of the world, but I can understand him definitely wanting to go. Yeah, definitely, mate. Like you said, I mean... It'd be a shame because he is, he is a good backup goalkeeper. But again, then where you think, well, you know, like you say, Casper plays that many first team games for us, and it's a goalkeeper sort of one of them it's a position where age doesn't really tend to matter as no. much. You know, you look at like Buffon. Mm-hmm. Buffon played; he's still playing now when he's forties. So it's sort of yeah, it's this sort of it's not sort of a shortened career as as an outfield player. So. Um, I think it'd be a shame to lose him if he is to move on, um, because again, you know, you, you want a stronger, a stronger backup goalkeeper as you can get. But yeah, it depends what sort of money you can you can get for him, really. I guess. Yeah, I mean, Casper. In fairness to him, he's still only thirty-four, and it would be yeah, a brave manager, it. you know, a brave manager that said, "Yeah, we're selling Casper to uh, to get <laughs> to give Danny Ward a chance." I can imagine. Have been a, a few protests mm. about that, but uh, but wouldn't want to lose him. <laughs> wouldn't want to lose Ward, but I can totally understand it a bit more. Like Scott says, you know, I think Brendan will use Danny Ward a bit more often this season. I think if he doesn't and he doesn't go this season, then he will definitely probably go January time. Uh, 
you know, I think he's just had that taste now that he wants to he wants to move on. Now, the three that are going to start worrying us all now as Leicester fans. Uh, first of all, this gentleman, Dennis Pratt. I love the guy. I don't think he's mm -hmm. ever done anything wrong. Um, but I can see, well, the rumours are that he wants to leave. I think the only team that I've seen him linked with is uh, Arsenal. Um, yep. Could you see him going? Like I mean, we, we've said plenty of times on many um, pre-match shows before that when he does get picked, we've both been quite happy with it because, again, like you say, he is a player where he's, for me he's never done anything wrong. I think I think a lot of fans sort of look at look at it, look at him thinking, you know, what does he offer for us? But mm. it's it's sort of flexibility in where he can play. You know, he can play attacking, he can play defensive mid, he can play centre mid, and he's just yeah, he's, he's not really he's not a player that anything wrong for me. Um, it's a shame that he hasn't played more football than what than what he has done for us. Um, I know, mm. you know he had a pretty bad injury that kept him out for a while. Um, but, but he, you know, he's, he's he's a Belgian international, really. You know, so he's got to sort yeah. of look at it thinking, I'm not not really getting much game time here. I know, you know, and the the Belgian national national teams. It's just it's a it's a treasure of risk, really. You know, they, they could pick who they want and he keeps getting yeah. the team, but he's gotta be looking at it now thinking, I'm not getting much football, I need to you know, especially for his international career, he might, yes. may need to look elsewhere, which would be unfortunate because I think I think he's a good player for us. Yeah, it would be. And we're gonna come on now to the bum squeaky time moment where you know, these players might or might not go. Um Going to stick with this. With, we're going to go to this one first of all. James Madison, um, if you're going on current form, you'd have to probably say, would he be a big miss? And if he was to go, then Pratt might actually get more game time. Um, but he's been linked with Arsenal. Arsenal has sort of kind of see him as a as a. Um, Marquee purchase, if you like. I know they're after Ben White mm -hmm. and the bulk, you know, they're being asked 70, 80 million for Ben White, whether, you know, they're saying they can't afford that. We're not going to let, <coughs> excuse me, this guy go cheaply. I'm sure we've got a good sell on clause that, we, that we've got to pay to Norwich as well, uh, tied in there. Um, I can't see it happening. What are Arsenal going to give him more than we can? Maybe a bit more money. But he's enjoying his time at Leicester. He's an FA Cup winner. He's in Europe again. What what would he yeah. get at Arsenal? It's hard to say. I mean, it, one, he'd be living in the capital. I suppose the the, the lure of London is, especially to the younger players, um, it, mm. it's sort of a, it, it's a big incentive for him. I guess you know. I think he's probably yeah. you know he might he might be looking at. He might be looking at Ben Chilwell as well, you know, moving to Chelsea and Chilwell's getting in his ear a little bit saying, oh, you know, living living down here is fantastic, <laughs> you know, just little things like yes. that that we don't think of, you know, we just look at it fo footballing-wise, I guess. Um, it, mm. it sounds like they'd, they'd sort of double what he's on with us, so it's, it's more money for the lad. Um, but is it... it, it he's a young... He's a young... Football in terms, he's a young, you know, and I suppose... And they were speaking about this on the... Um, I watched some YouTube video the other day and they were saying, you know, why why would he move to Arsenal? You know, they're in no position 
better than us at the minute. Um, I'd yeah. probably say at the minute we're we're probably more attractive attractive club to to mm. play for than than them. And I never thought yeah. I'd say that in my life. Um, <laughs> for me, it maybe be like I said, mate. You know, the chance to live in London um, or money. I suppose I'm I, I'm not naive enough to say that Arsenal aren't a bigger club than us because they are a bigger club. But like I said, at the minute, you'd probably fancy us to join us or stay at us more than you would playing for Arsenal. But having said that, it's a signing that for them that I could see potentially happen. I think it's it's got a lot of truth to it. Um and it seems to be a bit closer than maybe what we'd like it to be. Um but like you say on current form and I think since his hip injury really it's no fault of his own. He's come back and he's not mm. unfortunately not been the same player as, as what he was because he started off the season on fire to be honest. Um and then he got injured for a long time and he sort of come back and he, he didn't really look him sort of play. So, yeah. sixty odd million for him. If we can get that, if it's between him oh. and Telemans, I'd sell Madison all day long. Yes, yeah. I mean, this this is the point, isn't it? I mean, we've got it, and he's got another two years on his contract, I believe. We don't have to sell. And you know, we you know, in the past, when you look at Mares uh and Maguire, um and Chilwell to a point, it has been a case of if you want him, stump up the money. And you know, yeah. if somebody offers us seven, I mean, I've been saying, you know, don't don't come in anything under 70 million. And if you can't afford 70 million, then go away. Because we have I do believe got that big uh, sell-on clause with Norwich. But um yes, any player we've seen that, you know. We don't have to sell. We can put a phone and say, no, we're not selling. But if they do come in with stupid money, like Man United for Maguire, um, and then, um, you know, we, 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 who knows? I mean, there's a comment here. I'm just going to go back up and try and find it. And I'm not sure whether this is um, Heinz or HP, JB, but you said your sources that Tillemans will sign a new contract as Liverpool can't afford him, and Madders will stay unless Arsenal put a crazy bid in, which we possibly couldn't refuse. I have heard that today. I'm going to be honest with you about uh, Liverpool and uh, and this gentleman because this would be a. I mean, no players irreplaceable, but it would be a huge loss, wouldn't it? It'd be it'd be a massive loss, mate. It it, it really would, especially last. It's really. Uh, Oh, you're breaking up a bit. Him, to be uh, with you. Um, you're still there, mate. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Um, last season really showed how much we do rely on him. Um, again, like I just said, if it's if it's between him and Madison, I think we're sort of maybe each season, each preseason, we sort of come to the realization now that one of our bigger players will leave, but. Going back to what you said about we don't have to sell. We're not in a yeah. position where we, we need the money. Um, but, and it annoys me when people say, oh, yeah, Leicester is a selling club. We're a selling club. We're not at all. These are players that yeah. want to leave, uh, uh, that have wanted to mm. leave in the past. You know, like Chilwell wanted to leave, Maguire, Kante, Mahrez couldn't wait to get out. He was sitting on airport floors and all sorts. He couldn't wait to get away. So yeah. these are players that obviously yeah. want to leave. And fair play to them. You know, football career is really short. If they think they could get more money and you know, more trophies elsewhere, fair enough. But I think with Yuri, for me, um, it might be a case of what I looked at with when we have McGuire, I think we'll get anything out of him. And then 
if we don't get Champions League next season, he's a player that could potentially think, well, I need to, I want to be playing Champions League football here. I've, I've gave these, I've gave you know Leicester a good few years, and maybe now's my time to my time to leave. So I think hopefully with the team and Sting, you know, he's, you could say you know he's going to sign, which is great because it means we get we def, we get at least another season out of him. But in the long run, yeah. it just potentially means that maybe we maybe we've said to him beyond closed doors, listen, stay with us for another season. If we don't get Champions League, then you know we'll let clubs come in for your next season, and we'll get more money for him because he's got more years on his contract. So hopefully yes. he stays because he's he's up, he's absolutely pivotal and he's, he's vital for us. He is. I mean, if we, if he was to sit down, and whether it's a case of whether Liverpool could afford him or not, but if the move just doesn't happen to Liverpool and he signs a new contract with us, I mean that is just bigging this up so much, isn't it? It is, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think, like you said, we, we go back to even little things like utilities and, the, you know, the fact that we won, you know, the FA Cup last season, thanks to Gillespie and his wonder goal, to be honest with you. Um, yes. But again, he's, he's a player where he, he sort of be like like a Kante player for us. If It sort of killed me watching him leave, but I could never really begrudge him leaving, if that makes sense, because I know, yes. I know he's yes. sort of... He's one of the players where he'd go, he'd leave for the right reasons. He wouldn't just leave for money. If he'd he'd leave because purely because he wanted to win more trophies, which you can't yes. begrudge anybody really. So no. hopefully, um, hopefully we, we, we won't have to discuss tears about <laughs> for at least another season or so. <laughs> I mean, as fans, we do tend to forget this that you know, in all fairness to Tillemans, Madison, Danny Ward, Dennis Pratt, Mark Brighton, none of them have got any reason they don't owe Leicester City anything because they've come to Leicester City they they've done exactly. a job for us and we've paid them and it's like me you know yep. or you in our jobs we go in and do a job I used to work in sales and yes I, I got some salesman of the year or salesman of the month awards but if another job came along I left and went for that job because it yeah was, exactly better prospects for me and we we forget this as fans i i do as much as everybody else and it's annoying but like you say these players they want to get on and it is a short career but um but hey you know we, we're not the selling club that we used to be i mean i was talking to alan smith the other day i don't know if you've seen the video yet and you know we had to we you know we sold gary lineker then the year after we sold him yeah we loaned him back and what have you but that that was the club now coming with a silly offer and we'll consider it, you know, but we're not going to sell yeah. just because you want to. Yeah, exactly. And and it, again, it's it's down to we we don't need the money. You know, it's that's that's why people mm. are having to clubs are having to pay pay silly for for the for our players. Who, who, no, this time ten years ago, who'd have ever thought we'd we'd sell a centre back to Man United for eighty plus million? I think if you'd tell if you'd yes. gone back now and told yourself that. Nah, you, you're absolutely crazy. Do you know what I mean? But now yes, we are in that position, yeah. and we've we're, we're we're very fortunate, very fortunate with it. And like you know, long may continue. We keep finding these players, and if it means them on two or three down the line, years down the line, for we get 60, 70 million profit, and we we keep bringing the players in, and it, it, it's a system that that's working. And maybe other teams will look at us yeah. now, envious, thinking, "God, Leicester are doing this. How come oh. we ain't doing it?" So. To be honest with you, I'm getting that a lot when I'm seeing other channels and I'm being invited on other channels, is that they are jealous of our mm. 
scouting system because I'm saying at the end of the day, the problem with a lot of these bigger clubs is they're scared to take a risk. You know, we take the yeah. risk. We take the risk for 20 million um, and we buy a player in. You know, let's have a look at um, Fafana. We paid, what, 29 million for him, which is nothing these days. Mm -hmm. um, but if we sell him, we're going to spend 80, you know, we're going to ask at least 80 for him, I would imagine. But why aren't these clubs yep. that are linked with him, Arsenal, Man United, all these other clubs, why aren't they going out and getting him at 29 million? Do you know what I mean? But, but exactly. They're mate. not. Yeah. And, because and they want the ready made player. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. I suppose they, you know, they want success now. And, you know, be, being, a, you know, Man United fans and, being as, as used to success as what they are, I suppose you become accustomed to it and you don't really want to be waiting two or three years to see if a player's going to come. For example, for them, is, is when they saw Memphis Depay and then, you know, he, he went, he left them, went to Leon and basically showed them well what he'd do. He, he didn't have yeah. a great season at Man United and they fobbed, and they, you know, they fobbed him off and then he went to Leon and he's been absolutely superb. Now he's at Barcelona. So um, I think the thing I looked at, you know, I mean, like, Less the letters my life. Um, it, it, it really is. Yeah. Uh, I look at it now. And I've always been proud to be a Leicester fan, but the way we ran now makes you even more proud. You know, because in yeah. like, like what you said, you know, you yourself talking talking to other fans on different channels and them being really envious of, of of our club and how we do things from you know transfer you know from transfers in and out and it's, yeah. we're in such a good position and it's sort of something where we sort of got to enjoy it for. Hopefully it lasts forever. Hopefully it lasts my lifetime. But uh, yeah, it's, I don't know about that. Hopefully it will definitely last my lifetime. But I'm a bit, I'm a bit closer to the end <laughs> than you are, mate. You know, <laughs> and, and sometimes watching Leicester, I think they'll kill me off with about Dickie Hart. <laughs> but Same, uh, but yeah, it, it's great. It's great. It's great. To, and I think the good thing as well is we can probably have a, a very uh, easy uh, transfer deadline day because I don't think any of our signings will be going down to the last minute or 19 seconds again. Um, but I, I want to just, before you go, want to bring in um, my last thoughts. And these aren't players that have necessarily been linked with any other clubs, but I am questioning as to whether... Um, they might go because of you know we you know the, the midfield players we've got Samari in we've been linked with the right winger and that's three players Mendy Chowdhury and Perez I could see any well maybe not Perez because Brendan does there is something about him that Brendan likes uh, whatever yeah. you know we as fans can't see and we, you know while Brendan likes him you know Brendan's the man. But certainly Mendy or Chowdhury, I could possibly see going, or at least one of them. I think I, I both of them, really. I mean, again, with Mendy, I think he made at the start of the season, anyway, he, he played more minutes than he could, he could dream of, really. Yes. Um, I, didn't yeah. think, I didn't think, he, he definitely didn't think get that much football. Um, again, he's an, I think they're both, they're both players where come on and job. Um I think maybe it, it sort of looks like Hamza is going to be the one that, that is going to leave. Um, I think. And would you be sorry at that? Football than say that again. Sorry. Would you be sorry if he left? I have to be totally honest with you. I know he's, he's a Leicester lad. He's come through the systems, but yeah. you know he's proved he's proved to be troublesome. He doesn't like to sort of do what do as he's told, and uh, he causes a bit of problems. He's always got a red card in him when he comes on. For me, 
And it depends, obviously, whether um, now we've got Samari and whether Tillemans or Madison leaves, obviously. But Mendy, for me, is still that, you know, shouldn't indeed he ever get injured, Mendy can come mm. in and do a damn good job. And I, I can't always trust Trowdery. I, I agree. Um, I think he's just got a bit more a bit more fire in his play, whereas, mm. you know, you look at some of the choices he puts in, he wins the ball, but you think, Jesus Christ, you were so open to, you know, potentially getting yes. getting at least a yellow or a card there. Um, Mendy's a bit more clever in how he plays, um, how he moves around and he nicks the ball here and there. Um, if it's choice between the two, I'd probably, I'd probably keep Mendy um, and get rid of Chowdhury. If he wants to leave, um, which I think he does, I think he's the sort of player where I think he'd suit. Mm. I know he's been linked strongly with Newcastle, but um, I think he, I think he'd definitely suit like one of the promoted clubs coming up. Um, he's a player with a lot of ten- tenacity. He's he fights for the you know he fights for the ball. He, he again puts in he puts in probably too much effort at times with, with some of his challenges. Yeah. So um, <laughs> but yeah, I think unfortunately it, it's probably going to be one or the other leaving. I can I can see it. I can see it, Hamza. Rich, you've you've come in here. Any players you're worried about leaving? We've literally just gone through about uh, six that we are worried about leaving. Rich, you've missed it all. But Rich. If you've got five minutes, tell us about come in, come in and tell us about uh, Daniel James because we think we might be in a chance of getting him. I'll just put the link in the chat there. So, you know, Rich, come on, tell us. We're going to talk about taking a player from you rather than you talking about taking a player from us. So let us know. Come in and tell us if you think he's any good or not because we seem to think he was. We both would like him. A couple of other fans weren't too sure. If you've got time to pop on, Rich, that would be great. Um, it's an exciting season to look forward to, isn't it, Josh? It is, mate. It really is. I think um, I think it's going to be a lot tougher than... I think the whole season is going to be a lot tougher than it was last season. Um, everybody's like say, especially selves doing the business as early as what we said earlier. It's a surprise, but yeah. I think there's other teams in the Premier League that are sort of maybe looking at a lot. I think a lot of players, a lot of clubs are trying to get before the Euros because Euros adds, adds money onto prices, don't it? You see, so um, but it's going to be tough, mate. Um, I'm not going to make any. I've got. I know. I've pictured in my head about where I think we'll finish in, in cups and things. I could tell you now, if you want, I might change it nearer towards the start of the season. No, go so, go for it. Go for it. Because the yeah. interesting thing was, we did a show just after the season ended about where we all thought all the, yeah. you know, who'd be in the top four and what have you. Um, and, uh, of course, that was before any signings were made or anything. But, uh, but yeah, go on. Give me the, uh, give me the, um, your, your predictions. I think, I think, I mean, for me personally, it's just my my opinion and what I what I'd be I'd be happy with. I think mm. clubs like Spurs, I think they're gonna have a, they are going to have a stronger season. They're going to be harder to beat with um, Nuno coming in defensively anyway. So I think they're going to be a bit stronger. Um, so I think maybe pushing for top four is going to be out of our reach again. But I don't I don't think I don't think we're going to be in a situation or a case where we bottle it, so to speak. Because I don't, <laughs> I don't think we are going to be really. And it's, it's, it sounds awful to say, but I think we could push, we could push for top six. I'd be happy with maybe. I personally, I'd be happy with six to eighth, a better in Europa League. 
Um, I think that's a competition where we can, this season, we could really go for it, if I'm being honest. I think we've bought in the right players. We've, we've got enough strength and depth to really, really challenge for that. Um, another FA Cup run will be nice, but at least we've won it now, thank God. So that, that's sort of the... Uh, that's sort of the the, um, the proverbial monkey off his back situation where yeah. it's one of the, one of them where we always thought, God, are we ever going to win it? Um, it's one little fortunate with the Carabao Cup. It's one of them now where it, it sort of takes quite a bit of a backseat. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think we're going to see a lot a lot of clubs really that are all going to play a lot of fringe players and maybe the you get down, you better stronger squad. But for me, mate. I, think um like i said won the fa cup I, w- I wouldn't be it'd be nice to have another good run but i'd like to see us mm. sixth to eighth in the premier league and and a good a, a good proper good go at the at the europa league would be nice well i actually said that we would finish fifth uh again and i would be I'd happy with, definitely. with this <laughs> yes you know um Andrew says here there's there's space in our uh, cabinet for Champions League trophy. I tell you what, there's space in uh, nice. in first <laughs> first cabinet for a, a nice set of crockery. I don't know about uh, any cups in theirs, but do you know what? I'm going to stick my neck on the line here and say I think we can win the Europa League because we've we've, we we've seen yeah we've seen so many. You know, we've won the Premier League. Well, we've got the full set in this country. You know, Charity Stroke Community Shield, we have won League Cup a few times, Premier League, Africa. We've got the full set. We need to now go out into Europe and get something from there. But Brendan's never got past the round of 32 in Europe. I think it's the round of 32 or the round of 16 in Europe. Uh, He needs to get that camel off his back. Uh, He's got the FA Cup camel off ours. If we can hold on, if if and it's a big if, we can hold on to the players that we've talked about that are leaving with the ones that we've brought in with Brendan's tactics. I see there's no reason why we can't win the Europa League. If we win the Europa League, I would be then happier with a sixth or seventh place. To be honest with you, um, yeah. but I think I think it'd be disappointing not to get European football in some. Um, some some space uh kevin hey kevin thanks for joining us uh finishing the top four is my prediction now rich has just got in he's doing the cooking bless him (laughs) he's doing the cooking so i don't want to i don't want to interrupt your cooking rich so appreciate you can't come on uh what you what you cooking us Send it round. Uh, <laughs> you can do a nip and you can actually sit there and eat while you're on. No, you can't. I want to see United keep James. There you go. Depending on circumstances, he's a useful player if played in the preferred position. Sounds like he's a squad player in your mind, but uh, maybe he'd get more time with us. Who knows? So, but it is an... Uh, oh, here we go. Um, if we win the Europa League, would you do your show top of the screen? <laughs> Yeah. I'm a bit worried about Andy because he's, he's suggesting a, f- a few things about me doing things sort of without certain items of clothing on. Um, I am no Gary Lineker. Let me put it that way. Do you know what I mean? It, it would. For those that are old enough, I'm, I'm, I'm closer to Eric Rowe than I am to Gary Lineker, but without my top on. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> 
Andy, you you are like, I actually still haven't got because I did say I would get a tattoo if we won the FA Cup, and I still haven't done that. I'm blaming that on COVID. I can't get out and and get the tattoo done. So people are forgetting about that one. Um, Pete, he said, uh, Pete says I will. I'm not sure what is that to. Um, Rich, uh, if you think top four, who do you see dropping out? Go on, then. I'll let you go first on this one, Josh. That sounds so pessimistic, I know, but I just think it's, Premier League-wise, it's going to be a really tough season because so many, so, there were so many teams last season that performed so poorly, um, and they ain't going to want to do that again. Um, mm. If anybody is to drop out, oh, God... That's Chelsea. Maybe, maybe yeah. Liverpool. Scratch that. I'd say Liverpool because I think I think Chelsea going to run again next season. Um, I'd have to go for Liverpool, but personally for me, I, I'd like to, again. I'd like to see another top four challenge. I just don't. I, this season coming up, I don't really, I don't really think that we are going to be challenging. Pure, not 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 on our not on our backs, I guess, because so much stronger. But it'd be it'd be nice. Obviously, nice if. We, if we were challenging, especially coming towards the last one for the season, if we were in with a shout at top four, then it'd be fantastic. Yeah. But I just can't see it at the minute. I mean, I must admit, I've got Chelsea down as winning it next season. And I think if they had had to chill in from the start this season, I think they, they would have run Man City a lot, uh, very, very close. Uh, but I think he'll, he'll, he'll make a difference. Now, I would have said. Man United to drop out, but of course, you know, Sancho coming in is going to make a big difference. Um, but I do worry about Ollie's tactics. Is as much as you can, you can have the best team in the you know, the best players in the world, but it doesn't mean you're going to win anything. And I just mm. wonder, um, you know, Ollie. <sighs> Has made some bad decisions, um, but I have a feeling it will be actually Liverpool that drop out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, mm. I, I think again. I think a lot of the last season there. So I mean, obviously, I know they got top four at the end of our expense, really. I guess, but I think they the, you know the sort of downturn in their season was Van Dyke. Obviously, Gavin is yeah. Gavin is long injury is so is so pivotal to to their defence and. I guess because they're a lot more tighter in midfield when he plays as well because he's so commanding. So, but with him, him coming back, I guess it's sort of going to be like a new sign for them. Uh, yeah. But having said that, yeah, I think everybody else, sort of Man United, they, they've strengthened in in areas that they needed to really. Um, Man City look like they're going to go and blow everybody out of the wall financially wise and and sign some big names. Um, yeah, and it, like. For me, it's between Liverpool and Chelsea, but I could see why you've maybe picked Chelsea to win the league because they finished they finished the season strongly and they don't really concede that many goals either. So, and they're mm. really dangerous going forward. So yes, that's why it's going to be really <laughs> tough this season. Fortunately, <laughs> yes. Well, Andrew, all I'll say is if you want me to go topless next season, if we uh, win the Europa League, it would be this sort of view that you would be getting of me. You know, it would be the, from there upwards. 
I'll, I'll get in as close as I can with the camera so it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I have to, I have to, the way I position myself is so I can rest my man boobs on the table as I'm presenting. <laughs> and, uh, and rumors, of course, have it that the way Josh sits is so he can rest something else. But we won't go into there. Yeah, but apparently, <laughs> his wife has been very happy since they got married. Um, <laughs> that's all I'll say. Uh, Rich says we're going to be playing a more attacking four-three-three next season. Yeah, like I said, that, I didn't, I didn't say that you know you were going to drop out because I think you know you you will have that little bit too much. But you know, if I, when 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 Van Dyke comes back, will he be the same player? Ooh, uh, I, I don't think he will. He's been out a long time. It will take him a while to get back to his standard. I think, uh, to be honest, we are. <laughs> My prediction is just completely. Uh, you're gonna to have to ask me again, at least a week before, because I'll probably change my mind. By the first game of the season against Wolves, I'll probably go on to say, "Yeah, we'll win it." We're Leicester fans. We, we we're used to sort of being let down. Somebody said to me actually the other week. He said. Um, it might have been Rich, actually. So about it was definitely somebody in another chat saying, "Where did I think Leicester would uh, would finish next season?" And I said, oh, "Are you talking about weeks one to thirty-seven or week thirty-eight? <laughs> if it's week one to thirty-seven, I'll go for fourth. If it's week for thirty-eight, I'll go for fifth. So uh, <laughs> that's typical with Leicester, Josh." Thanks very much. We had a bit of difficulty getting you on. Yeah, they do indeed. They do indeed. I am actually only 21. I just look this age because I support Leicester. But you know what? (laughs) (laughs) It it took us a while, but we got you back on. It's nice to have you back. (laughs) Glad to be back, mate. Glad to be back. It's nice to be back on. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank, thank your wife for uh, for sparing you for an hour or so and coming on. And uh, but don't thank the no kid worries, for wetting your, throne, your phone bef- just before you did come on. <laughs> I know, yeah, little buggers. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, anyway. cheers, I'll see you again soon, pal. See you soon, mate. All the best. Take care. Have a good weekend, bud. Ta-ra, mate. And you, bud. Cheers now. Bye bye. Oh, thanks to Josh for coming on. Yeah, it was. Um, <sighs> What are you trying to say, Pete? I don't. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! Seriously, I know I don't. That's what. That's why I have these other people on. You see, I am, uh, I am the Susanna Reed to their Piers Morgan. Uh, they were back to men boobs, aren't we? You know. Um, <laughs> Scott says here. Um, since the start of the season, I'll put at the start of the season, I'll put a small bet down for Leicester to win the quadruple. Might <laughs> as well dream, eh? If it's five thousand to one, mate, it will be worth doing, guys. Hey, thanks for thanks for listening in. I just want to tell you, don't forget that we have got this coming up on Monday. It's the big fat football quiz with Leicester TV. So you think you know your football? Well, let's see. Indeed, we started it the other week, and uh, with a, well, we started it last night actually with a Leicester fan who uh, set the bar quite high at forty-four out of sixty. On Monday, we've got the Burnley fan Dan from Turfmore TV coming on. He's going to represent Burnley, 
Uh, he's going to have 10 questions on Burnley that are worth two points each. He's going to have five questions on the football in general that will be worth three points each. And then he's going to have five questions on Leicester. See what he knows about Leicester that are worth five points each. Can he beat 44 and go to the top of the table? He's not confident. I don't think he will do. I think I think Matt, who represented Leicester yesterday, set the bar high. But uh, Dan, he's going to be in on Monday doing uh, the quiz. And on Wednesday, I think it is, we've got Tommy from Tommy Talks Balls uh, TV on YouTube. Give them a, a, a and Turf Moor House TV as well. Give them both a, a, a follow. Uh, Tommy is coming in on Wednesday, I think it is, to represent Tottenham Hotspur. Guys, thanks for watching and joining in. Uh, do remember, if you want to uh, listen to uh, back to this, you don't want to watch us, we are available in about 15 minutes on your favourite podcast, whether that be Apple iTunes, Google, Spotify, or Amazon. And if you've got a smart speaker, just ask it to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die, and it will. So... How many of those players are we going to sign? How many of those players are we going to let go? Could be interesting. Could be a long window. I want it to shut now. I want to do a Donald Trump. Stop the count now before anybody leaves. <laughs> Let's hope we make a couple more signings, though. Thanks for joining us, guys. Have a safe weekend, whatever you do. Uh, take care, and I'll see you Monday at 7 with the Big Fat Quiz with Dan from Turf Morehouse TV. Have a good Hello, one. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch... Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.